Hey, what's happening, everybody? You already know who it is. It's the world's most dangerous podcast. He said, she said, Kentucky's favorite podcast. He said, she said, uh, you gonna turn, you gonna turn it down. I'm So we've been what gone for doing, a minute. Man? You know what I'm saying? We've been gone for a year. It took a little hiatus, you know. But tonight's topic is gonna be about all 2020. But before we get into all of that. Uh, what you say, George? I don't see the shirt. You don't see the shirt, buddy? Man, look, 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 man. Look, look. There's my shirt, buddy. There's been a lot going on this is, Look, look, boom. There's the shirt, buddy, right, right there. Boom. All right. But anyways, while we get this shared situation together, I'm going to introduce everybody because we might be new to a few, but old to a lot. We got the first lady of He Said, She Said, the immaculate, the beautiful, the curvaceous, oh. the intelligent, oh. the sexy, Miss Chrissy J. Hey. Go introduce yourself for the people. Go, go handle that. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Body out yeah. And then over here, we got my right hand. I, I, I wasn't finished. I'm a big, go ahead and do your thing then. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you got it. Go ahead. I already said my name. Go on. Yeah, okay. You already said Okay. So, anyways, and then over here to my left, we got my right hand man, the cool, calm, collective presence of the show. We got Jarvis, aka JT, aka Theodore. Go on, introduce yourself, my guy. <laughs> What's happening, y'all? Uh, <laughs> glad to be back. Let's get to it. Let's get it. Man, so like so I, these your right hand guy? You didn't say it about me, though. But I gave you all this beautiful, curvaceous, intelligent. I, I didn't mean, get all that. You didn't get all that. I wasn't going to call him all that either. But you, but know. you didn't say I was your right. Okay, I got it. I see what y'all My right hand woman right here. Nah, it's too late. It's too late? Yeah, <laughs> too late. It ain't never too late. Yeah, yeah. It ain't never too late. Don't take back and call me beautiful. So I got my 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 guy over here, the beautiful, curvaceous, <laughs> intelligent, sexy Jarvis over here, man. But man, like I said, we we had to be back. Uh, Jarvis, they said they see you smacking on that gum one time. That shit good as hell. <laughs> so we no longer in the radio station, as you can tell. We got some new digs going on right here. So we gonna kick back, relax. We appreciate everybody taking out eight times and kick it with us. So let's get right on into it, man. Twenty twenty has been a year of a lot of negative things and you know to start off the year it, it it started with kobe bryant's death so we want to talk a little bit about the celebrity deaths in 2020 how it affected you how it affect us what death uh stood out the most to you throughout the whole year man jarvis so in 2020 man what what, what deaths you know affected you the most i think probably the, the two is probably kobe and uh black panther Chadwick okay. Those were probably the two that stuck out to me the most, just because of the uh, the type of impact that they had on on kind of the world. So, mm -hmm. so Kobe had the you know the basketball world. Everybody knows Kobe's like the the next yeah. closest thing to Jordan. Yep, for real. But uh, so that was I, I remember seeing that on TV. That was just crazy. Just thinking about uh, yeah, I kept saying to myself like, man, this. Like Kobe really got like I had to keep looking at different real. news sources. Yeah, I probably tried to verify about twenty five different news sources, and uh, you know just to see that it was real was shocking. And then uh, Black Panther, of course, you know the uh, the culture. You know, what yeah. I'm saying Black mm -hmm. Panther was the mm -hmm. culture. So uh, for us to have that superhero that especially kids nowadays could connect with, that was crazy to see him gone. So do you do you remember where you was at when you uh? When you found out about Kobe? Uh, nah, I don't. I know you probably do, though. I do. <laughs> I, I remember exactly when I when I found out Kobe passed. It was on a sun. It was a Sunday when it when it mm -hmm. happened, and uh, I had just came out of the movies. I was seeing Bad Boys Three, mm. and my phone was on vibrate. Right, so I wasn't even paying attention to my phone. So I get out the movies. 
and I go use the bathroom. So I go in the bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> so fabric. <laughs> so I get out, man. <laughs> so I get out and go and go to the movies. I mean, go to the bathroom. And you know, after the after the movie, you know, the bathroom was kind of thick. So I'm, I'm in the bathroom waiting. So I pull out my phone. I see Kobe passes in the helicopter crash. Yeah. So I, I break I break guy etiquette. Talking to my dude beside me. I was like, dog, you see this? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. And like, he, he couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, it, I was like you, drivers. I was just in shock that, like, Kobe, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. out of all people, Kobe. And then, like you said, Chad with Bozeman, I remember where I was at for that. It was a Saturday. It was Friday or Saturday, I can't remember. And I had my kids with me. And I see, you know, Chad with Bozeman passes from colon cancer. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, that, that shit was just crazy, but Chrissy J, you remember where you was at when these celebrities deaths? I do. I had went to LA and celebrated my birthday. That's okay. I, I think I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was on okay. the way back, and I was at the airport, and somebody said, and it was. I just remember distinctly this white girl was on the plane, boo hooing. Mm. Like, what is going on? So everybody said they phone, people's talking. I'm just like, man, what? So I'm texting, you know, because you know people say a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm texting like, hey, did you see? Everybody's like, yeah, I saw it. I was just. I don't know. It just crushed me. Like it, it really like. So I'm a Lakers fan already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, gang, gang. And then I love. <laughs> gang, gang. And I love Kobe. Okay. So it just I don't know. It was it was rough, but I'm gonna say this to say that um, when he passed away, mm. like it affected the world, the entire world. Yeah. To yeah. the point where yeah. I don't think I've ever, besides Michael Jackson. I don't think I've seen so many people affected mm-hmm. to the point to where I'm talking about tears everywhere you go. Yeah. And I distinctly remember my, that's when the whole real dad thing came out. Yeah. yeah. And I remember my daughter, uh, my oldest one, she's 26 now, shout out. But uh, her dad is a Kobe fan, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it totally changed his relationship with her. And it's crazy, the things that have changed your relationship with your child. Mm. And then it took for somebody like that, you know what I'm saying, to pass and be like, dad, like, I'm a girl dad too. I really want to, you know. So yeah. So that's that's definitely memorable for me. I think it would be, of course, Kobe, mm-hmm. same as uh, Chad, and then Ruth. Oh yeah, friend. yeah. And and yeah, that 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 one. And actually, to be honest, like I told Quentin, and it's sad to say, but I didn't know who she was until the day she passed. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just like, Dad, like how did I not know this iconic woman that's done all these things for everybody, you know? And so it made me get up like. I need to get back on my history and, and stay current on my politics and stuff because I don't know what's going on. So, but yeah, those are the probably the three. Yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure drivers feel the same way. I I got emotional about the Kobe death. Like, and I kept, and I, I was on the phone with my partner and I was like, bro, I don't know why. Like, I ain't yeah. never met Buddy. Yeah. I ain't got no connection to him or nothing. Yeah. And it was like, the, the next couple of days, it was just like really emotional every time I would see some Kobe clips or something. And I'm like, bro, why do I have this emotion because of Kobe passing? Man, I think I think what it is for real is like, you know, when you look at someone like Kobe, like we put him on a kind of on a pedestal, like yeah. an epitome of like, like he's like, it's the man. man yeah. Like he's, and then you thinking to yourself like, damn, they could take the man. Bro, I'm easily <laughs> it's, 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 it's closer to home for yeah, like you it does. So for me, that's how I, I was kind of looking at it. Like, I was like, man, like, hold on. Like, no, 
it was almost one of those things where you almost think you feel like he's invincible. You're like, yeah. nah, man, Kobe ain't supposed to be yeah. one that goes out. Yeah. Like, and then for his daughter too. Oh, oh that just hey, yeah. that, that probably that connection right there, mm-hmm. because every emotion in my head was going through like I wonder like what he did in that time. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew yeah, what he was the whole her, like, you know, like what what did he say to her? Mm-hmm. It, just all those things and yeah. But I think people, whether you know them or not, I think people get emotional because even though it didn't happen this year, last year when when Nipsey got killed, mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I was I'm not a big rap person. I like some rap unless it's like Tupac, Nas, people from back in the day. But I'm talking about I boo who cried sitting in my car listening to his album and going through listening to. That. Remember, I yeah. was just like it's like his spirit came over me, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there. And I'm not. I wasn't a big Nipsey fan. But I think I was thinking about him, Lauren, you know, just the person, just hearing how they affected other people's lives. Because even though we don't have to know somebody personally for them to really affect our lives, like some of these people that music has gotten us through breakups, you know what I'm saying? Heartaches, like school, whatever it may be, they've helped encourage you to move on. So you don't have to personally know them to feel that, you know what I'm saying, for it to evoke that emotion. Yeah, Cal said, uh, he said, I couldn't even watch all the tributes before games because it was so emotional. I started watching the news and the mm-hmm. NBA for about a week because it was so sad. I mean, I didn't watch it either. I didn't watch the, um, the, the, the thing I didn't like though, Jarvis, to piggyback what you were saying is that for one, the, the first responders was taking pictures of the crash oh, site yeah, and, yeah, and the bodies yeah. and stuff. And then I think one, one person was like showing, you know, the people in the police department, the pictures, like that shit was, wasn't cool. And then the other thing I, I absolutely hated was that all these conspiracies. I was yeah. big pharma who took it. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, like, can we right. not just like the dude died in the helicopter crash? You know, it, it is what it is. And then it's all these, oh, well, big pharma, he was coming out with some and they was, I was like, bro, come on. Man, right. are y'all, are y'all forgetting y'all girl though? Who's that? Who, who's my girl? What did, what did, what did, what did Snoop Dogg get in trouble for? Who's my girl? What did Snoop get in trouble oh, for? We called him the B word. The B word. Oh, you talking about Oprah's yeah. over? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, but for real though, the nerve of her to even like ask, I mean, in, in it. Yeah, to bring up yeah, what to, you brought up, yeah, to bring light like, to it. And yeah. even it was like, she came out with an excuse saying that it got interpreted wrong. Well, your tone. Right. Meant, yeah. yeah you, you know what you meant. You know, and man, honestly, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm not a huge fan of of the B word towards women, but I ain't gonna lie. I was kind of mad that Snoop took it back. He apologized about that. Now man. stand on that, bro. Yeah, you gotta stand, stand on that, stand man. Stand on that. Like, well, I think you know, just to be what he's saying, he, he was trying to change his life as far as like even things that he's doing. He was like, so just to even refer to a woman like that when he's trying to do things so i don't i think he doesn't apologize how he felt about it but maybe the way that he put it out there you know what i'm saying he's trying to be an advocate i get that to try to be a better person as far as women but i get that, I that. <laughs> I, I, you said what you said i said what yeah, i said, said, yeah. said. Yeah. i would have just left it alone man but yeah hey, please comment let us know what celebrity deaths you know affected you the most throughout 2020 for us if- was Chadwick Boseman, Kobe Bryant, and you said Ruth as well. Yeah. Um, also, let's not forget uh, um, the lady from the girl from Baps. Oh man, Denise, she just Denise, I'm yeah. she just passed. Yeah. I mean, she just passed Nat- like, three not, days ago. Was it? Yeah, Nat- was it? yeah Natalie. Natalie. Natalie Reed. Natalie Reed. Mm-hmm. Natalie yep. Reed. Yeah, she played in the movie Baps. Um, Naya. Not yet. Naya. The the girl from Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they found her. Was she? Big Sean's ex. Yeah, they remember found- that. This is, man, this is, uh. But what's crazy is, what was it? Chadwick passed from cancer. Alex Trebek, can't forget about him. Yeah, he Alex passed Trebek, from yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Natalie Reed, aka Babs, passed from cancer, cancer. and Ruth. Gisbert passed from cancer. So the moral of the story is, is, man, take care of your body, man. Yeah, and if it's any sure. of the uh, hip hop fans, uh, what's his name? Mo from Texas. And, uh, Big uh, Mo. Oh, you talking about? Uh, uh, I thought he got. I thought he got. Mo. Was it Mo three? Mo three. Mo three. Yeah. Mo three. And then uh, what's the other dude that was just now from Chicago? Oh, I know you too because that's yeah, where got Boosie got Atlanta. shot at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, they got killed in Atlanta. Yeah, um, Boosie got shot there. Uh, Billy the, the Butcher. What's the, what was the Pop one? Smoke. Pop Smoke. Yeah, he, Pop Smoke. Damn, I forgot the dude that just passed in Chicago. It's a lot. Kyle said colon cancer is serious with black folks. Oh, folks. for sure. Facts. Facts. It, it, it definitely is. Um, for me, it's personal because I had a I had an uncle who died from colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter. My daughter was one or two so it's been about 10 years and i remember to this day uh what do you say king von king von that's who it is okay king von um what's crazy about my uncle is that uh they're from manchester kentucky which is about an hour away from here right so this sunday my dad was like hey let's just go down there and see him because his my aunt was taking care of him so we just drove down there and by this time he cancer had already taken over his body like it was just a matter of time at this point so we we get down there we see him, he's just laid up in the bed. He can hear, he can see, but he can't do anything else. Yeah. So I go in there, you know, we, we talk to him and I, I kiss him on his forehead and I say, I love you, Unc. And he went, mm, which I know what he yeah, meant was, right. I love you too. Man, come to find out, the very next day he passed. Mm. The very next day. Sometimes they hang on, they know. And that's what my mom said. My mom was like, he was just hanging on. Not necessarily for me, but to see his brother, my dad. He was like, you know, he was just probably hanging on to see his brother one last time. And then after that, he was, it was it. But yeah, man, colon cancer. But yeah, please go out there. Take care of your bodies. Take care of yourselves. Get all kind of check up prostates and everything else. Drivers had a prostate exam not too long ago. So, man, take care of your body. But, but anyway, let's talk, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about something else. What? You want to talk about that? You, you want to talk about what that? Nah, nah, let's, nah. Okay, all right, all right. But anyway, you could, you could be saving the life, Jarvis. I could be. So I tell them about how they took nah, that too. but I'm gonna start going for real soon. Yeah, I mean, you need to. I ain't, gonna, game. I ain't gonna tell everybody how old I am, but uh, I'm getting up close you to that age. So what you trying to say, bro? My grandfather passed away. <laughs> nah, for women and men, it's a little different. Is hey, it? Still young, yeah. So, Talk, y'all still throwing and popping babies at eighty. Yeah, yeah, My daddy popped me out. when was supposed to pop. Okay. Yeah, daddy killed. You know, run the family. Uh. But yeah, man, um, COVID has, has taken over everybody's life in 2020 in some shape, form, or fashion, whether yeah. you've been laid off from work or, you know, your kids with the e-learning. Um, COVID has taken over everybody's life, man. And we'll get everybody. And please comment about how COVID has affected your life, good, bad, or indifferent. But um, Tina, man, tell us how COVID has, has affected your life so far in this 2020. Um, I think go. Uh, one of the biggest things it's really given me the opportunity to i know a lot of people it's had a lot of negative effects on them Mm -hmm. and me as well but it's also given me time for self-reflection yeah it actually made me sit down and (laughs) (laughs) uh g said you gonna air the homie out like that (laughs) it actually like i'm a a mover and shake anybody knows me i'm constantly moving i'm on the go but it actually made me sit my behind down and Cheer. really take a look at myself right yeah. and really sit back and think about my life you know one of the hardest things for me is everybody know i just uh graduated in december got my bachelor's hey. 80. 
Don't clap though so, one time for that. Yeah, so I've got my bachelor's or whatever, and I was on my third interview for this uh, position as a medical equipment sales rep. Okay. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. it. March, third interview, COVID hit. We need to put it on hold. Man, it's been on hold ever since. And <laughs> for me, that was just something that it was just like, hey, like, you know, my first job after I got my degree, which for me was going to be a career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that hurt. So, I mean, outside of that COVID, as far as it messes with your mental, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it definitely affects um, people that I know. Um, I myself have already been through it. I had COVID. It's different for everybody else. I was sick, but not hospital sick, but sick enough. And so, you know, I thank God and I'm thankful that I am here today to be able to even do this um, because it could have went a totally different direction. Yeah. Like, cause I definitely told Q, yeah. I said, hey, yo, <laughs> what's up with Tina? She, hey, yo, she, she good? You think she's really good? Listen, I don't, I don't play no games with it for real because I know how I can take other people out. And even just because I was able to fight through it and my immune system is strong enough to move, doesn't mean the next person is. Yeah. So we're not just responsible for ourselves, but any and everybody else around us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really feel bad for a lot of the small businesses this is affected. Yeah. So, but. So what about, what about you, Theodore? Has, has COVID affected you and your family? Uh, well, it's it's made me be a little more uh, cautious, one, because uh, my mama got diagnosed with uh, cancer. So she had been going through a chemotherapy. So we uh, we are trying to really make sure she's not around a lot of people or, um, you know, leave ourselves unexposed. Guys, she's negative, so we can be like right yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, and I got the mask right here. In Just case in I, case. Yeah, in case I feel it somewhere in the air. But uh, nah, so for me, I, I've been a little more cautious. I'm a school teacher as well. So I'm kind of glad that, um, I mean, I don't want to say I'm kind of glad that, that we're not in school, but it does lessen my exposure to it. Mm. Uh, I definitely want my kids uh, in person, but I, I but I want it to be safe as well. So for right. me, being a school teacher, it has affected me a lot, having to do uh, instruction online via Zoom, stuff like that. And uh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on as far as like the, the e-learning and how that's been difficult for you. Um, have you guys any known anybody who's passed from COVID or do from complications from COVID? Uh, one of my best friend's grandmother passed from COVID. Um, I do know that. I mean, nobody like directly, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with me has, but uh, my friend's grandmother passed from COVID. And this was kind of early on. Mm-hmm. So, but I've known... I think since it spreads, it's become one of those things where it's like it touches closer to home. Because I don't think there's anybody that doesn't know somebody that has at least yeah. had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, six degrees of separation. You know, no some, one. Yeah, yeah probably so not I, even that yeah, far. Yeah, I, I don't know nobody that close. Yeah. But I do know somebody. That knows somebody. That knows that, somebody. Yeah. yeah so. that, that's it. I've, I've had uh, my, my sister and her husband have had it. Uh, my nephews have had it. Um, my brother has had it. Uh, uh, I think that's it as far as like anybody directly. And w- when they had it, man, I'm I was kind of terrified for real, man, because like you you just don't know mm-hmm. how yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, how your body's gonna respond to that. So, man, um, actually, the um, the mother of my child had it, mm-hmm. so I had to take the kid for a little bit, you know, while she quarantined and got herself together. So I, I've 
you know, had direct contact, well, not direct contact, but been in direct relation with people who have had it. But luckily, I've never had it. I did get tested. All my stuff came back negative, negative for everything else too, as well, mm. including those tests. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, let me tell y'all something. If I if I've never thought it was important before now, I'll be 42 next month. And I used to take my vitamins and I'm pretty healthy, but not, listen, zinc, <laughs> oregano, like I'm talking about zinc daily, like yeah. because it builds up your immune system. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I started taking that really helped me was sea moss. I don't know if you guys, yeah, one of my homegirls here makes it. She's the bomb, so y'all can hit me up later in the inbox. But I'm telling you, like, when I say that really helped boost me back up, when I was just feeling down and weak, hey, it's no no joke. Take the month. CMOS. 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 Yeah. Look at them for a sponsor. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, CMOS is like a plant. Oh, well, we're going to You break it down into like a gel form and then you can put it in your shakes and different things. They put them in capsules too. Okay. So like you break it down like some other stuff in the kitchen. Listen, I'm telling you, my when my daughter's when my daughter's vegan, she's vegan, (laughs) like a lot of holistic things and just all natural stuff. So that's the best thing to do. Does she do the same Your daughter you say? Mm -hmm. I mean she makes it. No, 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 no. My homegirl makes it. Um and shout out Q Roberts said, you know, all teachers, he said they need a raise. He salute y'all. Oh, they do, oh, man. Appreciate they, you. They do, man. They do need a raise. Uh, Quentin had another comment. He said, have y'all seen the homicide has went up from 2019 in most cities? But says the OD deaths has went up. It is all COVID. I don't know, but something is different. So mm-hmm. I, I guess he's saying the, the death rise is, is attributed to COVID, but he feels like it's something else that's, that's out there as well. It's a lot to be um, Martin said, what's the benefits of CMOS? So it's supposed to help your digest. It does a lot. I need to really go back into it, but it helps your digestive system. Mm-hmm. Um, helps open up your nasal passages, your immune system. Like it's supposed to get rid of, like I'll help you get rid of like mucus. Mucus. Yeah. Mucus that comes from dairy. Y'all shouldn't be eating dairy. I ain't ate dairy in six years. <laughs> Not good for you, I'm telling you. Yeah, good man, no. about that chicken, <laughs> Listen. We still got crumbs on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I eat the cheese sack. Why y'all hate me? <laughs> Listen, so there, there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different things you yeah. listen. Yeah, you know I got the holes. Either or, either or. But no, but check it out. Google it. Look it up. Um, it has been. It helped me, and I'm talking about after the first time I took it, mm-hmm. I really felt the difference in my body. Mm-hmm. So again, check it out if you like it or you think it's gonna be good. Hit me up. But I want to go back to what uh, who was it? Uh, Q Keith Roberts. Yeah. Um, something he said. Write about teachers. And matter of fact, coming up on a segment that I need to holler at them about, I'll put Jarvis on. There's a gentleman in Atlanta that's a, a educator, not a teacher, is an educator, and I learned there's a difference. So that's really having petitions and stuff signed for the teachers as far as, because they're trying to make them go to school yeah. to do like testing. And, you know, they're just like, this is ridiculous. Like, you, we can't do at home gatherings, you know, people outside, but you want me to go in the class with the with students, yeah. 30 students. At a time you don't know where they've been at or where they've been at, and they don't care about the teachers. I'm sorry to say, it's yeah. just my opinion. And I know that some of these students aren't learning online, mm-hmm. but what good does it do if you pass? It's not worth your yeah. health. So no, and I don't think that it should be in session. So they just did a rally not too long ago, but check them out. Um, his name is, uh, I'll type it in. Yeah, we'll put it in the comments. Yeah, we'll but anyway, yeah, we're gonna put it on, but it, it's really a petition. Did you check it out though? Yeah what they're doing so I think that's major but nah man I don't think it's right that they forcing these teachers to go back to school 
Uh, Q Roberts also said, he said, black seed oil is great. Uh, yep, yeah. sure is. It's gonna put you on the toilet though. It's gonna put you on the toilet though. Yeah. Uh, he also said aspirin, it helps the heart a lot. Also, uh, a lot of COVID deaths are heart related. So I don't know if y'all know anything about that. Um, let's see here, get somebody. Tequita, she says, I have three kids, high school, middle school, and elementary school, and work full time at a local hospital where I'm exposed to COVID every day and a single mother. So to say COVID has drastically affected my household is an understatement. Yeah, that's, that's uh, man, I can't tell you as a, as, as a teacher, man, to, uh, you know, without, without really uh, speaking any names or anything, but to see how it's affected some families over mm-hmm. others, you know, because uh, not everybody has a middle school or a high mm-hmm. school, right? So, you know, you may have an elementary kid student who, who can't stay home by themselves. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. in some cases, they can't really stay home by themselves, but they do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, these kids are either not logging on or they logging on from a cell phone or, you know, some little tablet so they can't fully have access to everything that uh, that a Chromebook would give you access to, like mm-hmm. you know. So, and then on top of that, you know, not even to to even touch on just uh, the quality of you know everybody's internet with everybody being on the internet at the same time. Yeah, the yeah. bandwidth is just you know being crazy. So blocked down. And but that's so when good. the government. That's when it comes in time that they should, just like they build these big companies out. Yeah. To get, why they can't build the regular American people, everyday people out? That's you, when you the, the, the funds should come in. You don't, yeah. to, listen, I'm telling you, that's why now everything's flipping. Mm. You know, as far as it, it's opened our eyes and this is going on to another subject, but we'll go back. This is why I say Dump Trump being in office Dump Trump <laughs> has opened the eyes of so many people. So if it didn't do nothing else, Besides the the racial the, the racial injustice and everything mm-hmm. that came along with it, it made people open their eyes and be like, you know what, yeah. shit ain't right. Shit ain't right. Shit not ain't just food. not just stuck on that. My vote don't matter. No, your vote does matter. Yeah. And if you didn't think it matters, <laughs> just watch yes. the last election. Hey, George, let me ask you this. Uh, I know you can't probably get too in depth or anything, but how how do moms or how do parents in general, if you got a child that's in kindergarten or first grade, how, how do you do e learning with that? Because they're not able to sit at home and do it themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how, how would a parent tackle that? Uh, so what what I've just kind of seen is is you know, I mean, a lot of times the parents are right there, close by, if if they can. Uh, you know, the uh, the demographics kind of of each school is going to kind of change that, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, depending on whether uh, a school has a family household where possibly one parent could stay at home and be a stay-at-home parent, uh, and then some other schools, nobody could probably stay home, right? Yeah. So there has been cases that I've heard of kindergartners being at home by they or not or like first second graders being at home by themselves and trying to get on. That shit is crazy. Like that. Yeah, it, it, I mean, and it's really, you know, for the most part, most parents are always like pretty close by, especially for like the kindergartners, uh, first graders, second graders, stuff like that. The parents are pretty close by, uh, and then some kids or some parents have taken their kids to uh, like daycares. And then they set up kind of like a virtual thing. And I don't know, maybe they got more funding or I, well, I assume they're making more money. They yeah. got more kids than they typically would at this time. So they hire more people. And 
but it may be like one worker to five kids in a learning pod. And then you got to think, they internet ain't built for that. So when you got kids there and you try and get on Zoom there, if this kid turn his mic on, he's got 10, 15 other kids somewhere else close by that it's just so much chaos. So it's almost like you like, all right, you answer this question. As soon as you turn it on, you hear that noise, you're like, hey, all right, (laughs) type that in the chat box. So. Uh, man, let's get some of these comments. Please, everybody who's watching right now, please share this and like this and, you know, put this on somebody else's page. Hey, did y'all see a video of the teacher that farted? Not going to uh, tell them about it real quick. Huh? Not going to tell them about it. Was it. A, I got to find it. It was a viral video and she had all the kids on mute. Mm-hmm. And then she farted and everybody just looking around and she says, who did that? It's not funny. <laughs> so somebody was like, um, ma'am, you have everybody on mute. So she farted again. I'm not playing with you guys. It was like, if you notice. Damn, that's some loud ass farts know, though. Hey, hey. She couldn't like lift up and just like hey, let it seat bad a little bit. Hey, she tried to play it off. <laughs> and didn't know that her mic is the only mic in the zone. <laughs> that's just crazy, man. Uh, let's see, Sean says, teachers have, where they, uh, teachers been on strike the last five years have been underpaid. They do not care about those who care for the kids. It's cray. Uh, that's true. That's true too. Um, Q Roberts, he says, COVID has disproportionately the black community. We have to take it more serious and be more supportive of the shutdown. Are y'all supportive of the shutdown? Two yes. ways. Yes, I, I do believe. <clears throat> go ahead, Jarvis. No, I was just go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I believe that if we would have been shut down from the beginning, facts. Yeah. In the right place, it wouldn't spread. It wouldn't be as bad as to where it is We could have kind of contained it. We could have contained it, it yeah. better than what it is now. Mm-hmm. The thing that hurts for the shutdown is that you allow these big corporations to stay open and continue to make money. And I'm not against that because they got work. They yeah. still need to feed their kids. We got essentials that we needed at home. But at the same time, what about the small businesses? You know, you shutting them down. Yeah. How are they going to eat? How are they going to take care of their family? Yeah. You know, when some of these companies, I've seen the money that you gave them initially, they did it for um, social distancing. No, like social distancing. Some of them, like bought the shields. But now that they're shut down again, this is LA. Some of these restaurants I know was a family restaurant about to shut down after like 40 or 50 years. Because they just cannot afford oh, yeah. to stay open. And the government's not helping us, but you bail out all these other companies, these banks and stuff like that. That's, that's Which, because those are the ones who contributed to the campaigns and whatnot. So they're gonna make sure they take oh, care of sure. them. They, yeah. they take care of their own. Yeah, look, yeah, they take care of their own. They take care of them. What about you, Jarvis? What's your thoughts on it, man? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just like Chrissy. I say if we would have handled it at the beginning, uh, you know, got it under control, I think we, we would have been a lot better. Of course, you know, uh, you know, not to get too political, but you know, part of that is kind of the reason, right? Mm-hmm. So. And it's just shocking to me to hear, you know, when he's on on the phone call saying he knew about it then and it's serious, mm-hmm. but then telling people it's not serious. So, you know, and clearly that man has 70 some million people that follow him and really believe every word he's saying, and right? To his every word. So, uh, but for me, like just looking at uh, like COVID in general, um, I think that COVID has really allowed us to see in some cases, it makes a lot of us see our true colors and other people's true Mm -hmm. colors. And also makes me believe that maybe America isn't as great as what it's been 
said to, uh, that people have said to be and people should see that right so depending on what you what you feel right so from our community standpoint we may look at it and say we never thought it was that great because right. we no. know the history yeah. right but for other people it should allow them to look at it and say all right come on now you're looking at canada you're looking at all these other countries that come are making on. sure that you know they people's got money like ain't nobody like i i seen a little stat the other day and it was talking about it showed all the countries mm-hmm. with the uh with the healthcare people that lost healthcare, mm-hmm. and we had like it may have been million 67 million or it was a crazy number it was either in the hundred thousands or like low millions i can't remember what it was but uh and then to see other countries with zero 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 like like these are people that lost healthcare healthcare during a pandemic, which is like yeah, shit don't make sense. It don't make sense. <laughs> shit don't right? make sense. This is when everyone should get health free, free health care. Yeah. So, uh, and then that little stimulus check, that wasn't really nothing but to turn around and put money right back into big corporations yeah. who they've already in that in yeah. that uh yeah. stimulus package gave them money to survive, and now we going right back and spending it there. So. Uh, Roberts, he said they have PPP loans and grants for small businesses, but a lot of small businesses didn't apply for them. That's why it's over $500 billion left over from the first stimulus package. But a lot of this information is not made, I guess, so much is not available yeah. for people to really know. No, Unless yeah. you know somebody that knows and know somebody that knows, then you, you don't, don't know. know. Yeah. So it's, it's not, not like they was putting it out there, you they know, for really people that, to really know. They put some of that $500 billion on these student loans, baby. Hey. <laughs> Joe Biden got you. I hope so. Joe Biden got I you. I hope so. Uh, I'm gonna go vote Georgia. Call it Georgia Friday. <laughs> hey, you see that? You see that lawyer that's under investigation right now, right? From no. Florida. What, what he had a big meeting and told them, "Go register in Georgia. You can use my brother's address." They filmed it went live. You can use my brother's address. I'm doing it tomorrow because we not gonna let them win. Hey, well, Man, what? Uh, Q said, uh, "What do you say?" By shit, shit you want to come over and be a guest or what? <laughs> By shutdown amongst us, we have to chill with the clubbing, large gatherings, etc. I saw it all summer, people having block parties. So that goes back to what he was yeah. talking about earlier yeah. about as far as people not taking it serious. And and that's because a lot of people think it's a conspiracy. It ain't real. It ain't yeah. never real until it affects somebody that you know, and then they yeah. pass away. Then it's, oh, well, we need to start taking, we need to start wearing masks and whoop, whoop. Well, shit, if y'all start wearing, like, I get it. Nobody really wants to walk around with their motherfucking mask on all yeah. day or whatever the case may be. But for the that's gonna t- save your life. You, not even that. If it's gonna save somebody else's yeah. life as well, you know what I'm saying? I might be okay. But that 65 year old lady who's mm-hmm. walking in Kroger's, she can, she might not be okay. But it ain't even about older women people anymore. Yeah, well, that's people are yeah. from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was the stigma that when it first came out, people didn't know what was going on. 
So they just thought, oh, I'm healthy, I'm straight, you know. And then of course they throw in the whole thing, well, people, more people die of the flu, so it ain't that bad. Man, we're not talking about the flu and the ratio, the, the ratio is not the same. <laughs> so they can't say that. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't yeah, like, but one thing I would wish, <laughs> who says, he said, um, y'all not six feet apart though. Don't, don't worry about that. Oh, who's that, Michelle Mouth? Don't worry about what we are. We were good, baby. We got a plan. We already, we already yeah, been we, tested. We got to test, uh, you know, what she just yeah, said. Yeah, we good. <laughs> And yeah, let's man, see. I, man, with that whole like, just the whole like, don't speak on it, dog. Go and let it out, man. That, I mean, just just not taking it serious from the get go is what is what really yeah, kills us, man. Yeah, and that's yeah. why, like I say, even to this day, when She's somebody when somebody's like, I see somebody post on um, Facebook or Instagram or something like that, like, uh, yeah. I used to think, or you know, see a news article. Mm-hmm. I used to think it wasn't real, but then I had like, bruh, and I say this with so much respect. Like, listen, I have empathy for you being sick, but I don't have any sympathy. If you was out, there. if you was out playing around, yeah. and just I have empathy for you being mm-hmm. sick, and I don't want anything serious to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any but, sympathy at all. But the problem is, Jarvis, is that. People are ignorant, and I don't say that to be derogatory or mean, just meaning that they really just ignorant to what was going on and don't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They didn't understand how serious. So somebody can say something, it's like, oh man, it ain't that serious until it starts hitting close to home. Yeah. And that's with anything. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't really take stuff seriously until it affects them. That's, they, I, and that's when things change. Not even the ignorant, they just don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not even that they ignorant because ignorant is just not, you know, being informed and you just don't know. They just don't even care. I think they do know. They just don't even care. Yeah. If they catch it, they catch it. That's what a lot of people's mindset is. If I catch it, I catch it. If I don't, I don't. I'm still gonna go out here and do woo woo. See, still if I hear somebody say that though, I I'll be like, you know what? To each his own, bro. Like like you know it's real. Mm-hmm. You know the consequences, right? If that's the case, because I've heard plenty of people saying I've always just wanted to know, like you know. But I still think that they're, they're speaking from a selfish point of view. Yeah. So when people are like, you know, I know it's real, but I'm not going to live my life in fear. Yeah. You know, I can die doing this, doing that. That's fine. But it's on your head. Yeah. It's on your conscience mm-hmm. if you kill your mom and daddy from it. Then you got to deal with that because yeah, if you I don't just want mask, I don't know where I got it from. You don't know because you was out here, there, and there. The only sad part was. about it is I, I don't know the person personally, but came from a situation um, where this lady, she, because she works at a hospital, chose not to go visit, you know, her family, mm-hmm. her parents, during the whole pandemic, trying to stay safe. And then her dad ends up passing away. Mm-hmm. And it was like, here, I tried to, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Keep it away from him. And then he left this earth without me being able to really even be around him yeah. again. So it's just, it's so many different things. And it just, if everybody's just responsible. And I think for anybody, including myself a little bit this summer, I was wearing my mask, but I think we got a little lackadaisical. We did. As far as things started opening up, people so, was tired of being in the house. Mm-hmm, and yeah. they were just like, well, shoot, you know, okay. Yeah. We just out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Around our, our, amongst our people, our friends, whatever, not knowing who they've been around and who they've been around and then just so on and so on. And, and then, you know, to piggyback off of what y'all was saying, which I completely fucking forgot, so I'll just go to Q's comment real quick. <laughs> Q said, my big father comment, <laughs> but this is a good subject. Uh, a lot of podcasts amongst have a, I've ignored. They worried about the Jeezy and Gucci battle. We'll get to the yeah. Jeezy and Gucci battle another day. But, <laughs> but yeah, this, this subject, man, is, is very serious because it affects, oh, I know what I was going to say. When you do have somebody who catches it and they go to the hospital, 
you might not even be able to go see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're only letting one person, and that one person has to be an immediate family member. And it's like, it's, it's so but crazy. But when they're in the room and they pass, they can't even be they in, the room, be in the room. They yeah. die alone. Yeah. So that's what. Now, I don't know if anybody watches The Good Doctor, but I watched it and I was toe up. Man, what they showing videos of people and they gotta cry through the iPhone FaceTime. This is real life. This is what they was doing, saying their goodbyes, and then they take them off the ventilator and nah, like like, you you gotta stick with that moment for the rest of your life that I couldn't be in the room with my loved one. I was on the fucking phone FaceTime as they like you gotta you can't even bury them properly the way that you want to. None of that. Like that that this shit is crazy. Um Michelle Miles, let's get to her comment. She said problem is you don't know how you don't know exactly how it will affect you once you catch it. Y'all know who Michelle is, right? Who's, who's that? Hunger. Yeah, who's my that? best friend. Yeah, that's that Michelle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the crazy part. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the crazy part. Aside from aside from the potential, like the potential of dying. Yeah. Bruh, I'm so terrified to lose my sense of taste. Bro, I, I love food. So I, don't <laughs> I am so terrified. Like, hold on, bro. I ain't gonna be able to taste my food. My name came back. You, you still can't taste nothing? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can kind of taste something sweet or sour, but I can't taste it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, yeah, that, I'm with you, Jarvis, man. I don't know about that taste, man. I like to eat cat. So, oh, Michelle oh, Miles, she said, no. she said, our girl Iris, is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Uh, can't see her father because he's going uh, through chemo. Mm. That's, that's rough. Damn, I didn't even know that. Oh, so he must be impatient. Yes, that's he's, rough though. Yeah, and now he can't he can't afford to be in and out of that. So yeah, because even even like what my she, mom what my mom goes through and does her chemotherapy, like my dad can't even go in at all. Like he has to just leave and come back and get her. Uh, and at one time she had a little bit of uh, not not really complications, uh, but her her temp, uh, her temperature spiked a little mm-hmm. bit, so we had to take her to the uh, ER and. Um, I mean, it was like tooth and nails trying to just get my dad to stay overnight with her. Mm-hmm. So they eventually ended up letting him, you know, we kind of bypassed, used a little bypass, said that, you know, you know, my mom being Korean, we like, yeah, you know, my dad, he's an interpreter. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you little loophole. To pick up the facility that I work at, when I go to the ER, they make people wait in the car if you bring somebody with you. Like mm-hmm. you can't even have nobody in the emergency room no. with you. They have to take you to the 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 station where you know they get your temperature stuff, and then they got to go that back to it. the car. And yeah. I'm like, they're trying this, to lessen. Like it's, it's just so crazy. But and see, Michelle lives in LA where everything's shut down right now. Everything is shut down right now. Yeah, we, so. we, we we need to be well. Michelle is about to open everything back up. But I was gonna say we should be right behind them for real. Shut this shit down. Yeah. I mean, it's about to be Christmas break anyway. Yeah, I don't even know why they. Oh, it's gonna get worse. Like it's gonna get worse. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's about to be Christmas break, so majority of the kids are gonna be out from school anyway. So yeah. why not just go ahead and shut everything down for two weeks as best as you can? So the start of the year, we can start to you know try to take. Man, that. shut down. Y'all not, did y'all know the city gear is gonna be open on Christmas Day? Who? <laughs> City girl inhibits the old hibits. Hey man, yeah, they trying to get their money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they really though? Yeah, yeah, that's serious. Right. That's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. But anyways, man, um, a lot of people, like she said, been having cabin fever, locked up in the house all day with either your significant other, your kids, or maybe even just by yourself. So um, for people out there who are dealing with anxiety, depression, um, how's your mental health been during this whole pandemic and everything like that, Chrissy J? How's your mental health been during this whole COVID, you know, 2020 pandemic joint? Hey, listen, COVID has really checked me on my mental health. Like I like I spoke to 
um, on before. If you guys have followed our show, uh, Quentin and I even spoke on it. Like, I've mm-hmm. dealt with depression, you know, in past years of my life. And, but it had been a while. Like, I've been cool. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I don't know if it's because I stay so busy and I'm moving and I'm shaking to where you just be so busy. You just let things just fall mm-hmm. off. It's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm too busy to even deal with what I got to go through. But once COVID hit and you sitting there and, Everything's coming. You sit back. You ain't got nothing but time for self-reflection. You ain't got nothing to do but sit still. And I think that's why some people move like they do. So they don't have to be by themselves. Because when you by yourself, and I don't mean not having somebody else in the room. I'm just saying by yourself. And you really have to sit back and think about things. It hits hard. And Mm -hmm. for me, it hit hard. I'm talking about I signed off of social media back in March. And I just got back on now for he said, she said, because it was just too much. You know, for me and my mental and what it, what it taught me was, it's okay for me to say no. Mm. And I'm always a anything I can do, yes type person and just being around people, I'm always that one. It's like, oh, you know, Christina, whatever. I mean, I love doing for other people, that's me. Mm-hmm. But it made me be like, you know what? If this person's mad because I'm not talking to them, because I ain't talking to nobody, they just gonna have to be mad because I gotta put me first. And I had to try to tell some of my friends it ain't about you right now. Yeah. It's about me. I'm not mad at nobody, but I need this break so I can get me together and get me in check and, and figure out what I'm doing. I've, I've never had anxiety until this year. Mm. I've never experienced anxiety. And since then, which I don't have a problem, everybody's got to do what they got to do. Like actually, you know, I went to my doctor and had to get medication for it because I'm like, this ain't me. Medication won't work and I was a different person. I said, here, let me get this together. And you got to be able to know your, your norm. Mm. So it really did... Um, it really did affect me. Like I'm talking about, like it, it touched home. Um, I just, it's hard. And then, then when you're, you know, when you're getting on top of that, even coming in now with seasonal depression, mm-hmm. and we are, we are meant to as a people interact with other people. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm never been an introvert. I've always been an extrovert. Like I like being around people and doing stuff. And when you don't have that, it makes it even harder. So. Just, you just got to make sure that you keep your your, your mental in check. That's got to be just as important as you do with your physical or anything else. And it it, it was rough. It's been a it's been a rough year, you yeah, know. But to say the least. Yeah, but it could have been worse. Yeah. You know. So I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy that I know what it feels like to be down, down, down to the bare bottom, and I don't want to be that way. So I know I'm 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 grateful that I can for myself recognize when I'm getting there and do the take the proper steps to get myself back up to where I need to be. I know a lot of people was asking you, mm-hmm. everybody else, shit, they'll tell you when, until what? How long ago? I ain't talked to Jarvis Bobby, since March. Since and March. I texted everything, checking on <laughs> it, but you know. Yep. I then- could, I had my phone on do not disturb. I'm talking about some of my best friends I wasn't talking to. You know, nobody knew what was going on because I just kind of went in this, whatever you want to call it, sunken place or whatever, just the point where I just did not want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. And I just had things going on and just trying to figure out my life, you know, what direction it's going to go, you know, just things that you don't normally think about that hit you. It's just like, Shh, man, I'm about to be 42. Like what I'm about to do just is so much, you know, and on top of, you know, I'm, I'm a mother. I have children. They go through things. You know, so not only are you fighting your battle for yourself, but you still have that battle that you're fighting for your children as well. Whether they're adults or not, you don't you never stop being a parent. Yeah, you man. never stop learning. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I advise anybody's going anything, man. Don't listen to what nobody say. If you need help, seek help. 
Like, yeah. don't allow people to, you know, make you feel bad for feeling the way that you do. And I'm so grateful that now it's more awareness of mental health. Mm-hmm. And it's not deemed as being crazy, you know, or whatever. You know, it's really like, it's a sickness that people need to go, just like you have anything else that you go to the doctor for. You know, so I'm thankful to be back. I was excited to come back. I need to be around people. That's me. And this is what we do. So what about you, Q? Uh, man, I'm going to get to some of these stats from my esteemed researcher, Chrissy J. Uh, <laughs> she pulled up these stats here. Um, the rate of increase in depression among children is 23%. Um, 41% of depressed women are too embarrassed to seek help, which is what you was alluding to. 80% of depressed people are not currently receiving any treatment. An estimated 15% of depressed people commit suicide. Uh, 2020 depression will be the second largest killer after heart disease. Furthermore, studies indicate that depression is a contributing factor to fatal coronary disease. Man. And yeah. then one more thing. Uh, preschoolers represent the fastest growing market for antidepressants. At least 4% of preschoolers, more than 1 million, are clinically depressed. Like the whole preschoolers and kids being depressed, I, I can see it because bullying has become so permanent mm-hmm. now because now it's, it's not only at the school or in your neighborhood, but now it's online. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You ain't pretty enough or you fat or you this. And then it goes that. viral. And then it goes viral. And then it's like, as a parent, you can only do so much to try to protect your child from, yep. from bullying. But they're going to listen to what they say more than what you say. Because you're the parent. Because you're the parent and for whatever reason, whatever other people say holds more weight and more merit than, yeah. than what a parent actually says. And it is frustrating, it's hard, not that my kids have went through it, but just it would just be frustrating and hard to try to help your child protect them from what others are saying to them yeah. to the point where they wanna kill themselves because somebody said they weren't cute or the, the boy in school said you was too fat or somebody online said oh you a you a dark-skinned girl with short hair like mm-hmm. like it's, it's just so crazy so i can believe that part but to piggyback off of for chrissy's um man yeah depression like it, it hit me real hard 2020 as, as well um and it's, it's something that you have to continuously fight when i talk to people about this i tell mm-hmm. they ask me you know how do you do it i don't even tell them daily i say depression is an hour by hour thing. Yeah. I said, you could wake sure. up <clears throat> feeling like a million bucks, ready mm-hmm. to attack the world at seven o'clock and by 8.30, you are at the lowest of lows for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing about it. You don't always know. People mm-hmm. be like, what's wrong? It's, there's no, it has, there's, doesn't there's have to be nothing, a particular reason. There's nothing that, that there's, sometimes there are triggers, yeah. but a lot of times there's nothing that triggered it. You could just be driving. This is, I'm just telling you a personal story for me. Just, just from the time I leave the house, I'm getting goosebumps. But from the time I leave the house to the time I got to work, my whole demeanor has changed for no reason. Yeah. And, and people don't understand it. And, and also, what we have to do as a black community is, is stop telling people, oh, you'll just be all right. You, you'll be okay. Like, and stop ridiculing. And, yeah. stop, and, and, and that's what makes a lot of people <clears throat> so afraid to come out and tell people because a lot of people think, Depression is just a feeling. You'll be all right. Yeah. Are you just broke? Okay, yeah, you, you cool. You'll be all right, man. I just smoke a blunt. I just drank. Oh, you'll be all right. And it's like, no, bro. Like, they don't understand. Something is chemically imbalanced in your brain mm-hmm. to prevent you from achieving 
happiness or a consistent happiness on a daily basis. So what we have to do is a better job of trying to console people because I tell people a lot of times, it might not be anything you can do for me, but just let me vent. Right. Just listen to me. Mm -hmm. Let me just get it off my chest. Mm -hmm. You might not be able to fix that nerve problem exactly. that I got, but just let me just get this off my chest. And so for, for black men in general, we have to stop trying to be so like, you know, bravado and, and, and like, oh man, I ain't telling this nigga my feelings, dog. Right. I don't, like I, I got a homeboy named Fats, my dude in Columbus, right? Yeah. He, he's my, he's my go-to dude, right? So I'll be like, man, look, woo, 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 woo. This is what's bothering me. And he'll do the same thing. Like he'll mm -hmm. open up and be like, man, look, my story. kids is this and my, my, my girl is this. I just lost my job, woo, woo. So we at least know that we have one other man because you can be, you can have a wife, but there's times you want to talk to your homeboy and be like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do it. The rent's behind. She's just whoop whoop. And you need that, that guy friend sometimes to just be able to open up and talk to and feel comfortable with doing it. And if you feel comfortable enough, Tell your partner you love him. Hey, dog, I'll holler at you, man. I love you, bro. Cause but you gotta say, you, gotta, you can't just say, I love you. You gotta say, I love you, bro. I was gonna say, I guess, that's why I said, I love you, bro. Yeah, like, you gotta, you gotta like, add something. You. you can't just be like, hey, I love you. <laughs> you can, that's awkward in here. Like, hey, Jarvis, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> now you'll be like, hey, Jarvis, bro, I love you, man. And just, yeah. leave, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but back to depression thing, man, it, it's, it's really affecting me in 2020. Um, like she said, I fight every day with it. You know what I'm saying? Some days are better than others. Some weeks are better than others. Some months are better than others. But like she said, when you have something that can try to take you away from whatever is dragging you down for an hour, it, it works one. Like you can't put a, a word to describe what it does for your psyche to get away from something that's bothering you yeah. just for a little amount of time. But that's just yeah. my little spiel. But I mean, give the people some things to have. And I'm gonna tell y'all for me, Self-affirmations help me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know sometimes I wake up and I'm just crying for no reason. And I just tell myself, and I know it's not that easy for everybody, yeah. but these are just small, some of the small things that help me outside of, you know, what I'm doing as far as health-wise and medication or whatever. But I tell myself, you know what? Don't do this. Don't cry. Yeah. We're going to have a good day today. Mm -hmm. Like Christina, I'm talking to myself. Self, yeah, I'm hyping myself up. up. Uh -huh. And there's been days where mm -hmm. I've done that and it has changed my whole outlook. Yeah on the rest of the day. You gotta do that sometimes. Just not to think negatively. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to tell myself, I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna feel like this. Yep. And another big thing is being able to tell people, when you need your time and you need your space, you yep. need your time you need your and you need your space. Yep. You have to yep. be able to be okay with just taking that time. Sometimes we wanna just be there for everybody and be that person that's just like, okay, well, I don't want them to be mad, man. I no longer care when somebody's <laughs> upset or mad. I'm telling you, I, I, some things have changed. Like. Yeah. And it's experiences that I've gone through, even in this last year, you know, just trying to even be a better person, mm -hmm. you know, and then outside of, of course, obviously prayer, you know, mm -hmm. for me, you know, as a Christian, like I ain't perfect by no means. Don't claim to be, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I'm always going to go seek God, you know, yeah. when I need help. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of times, especially with this. I mean, every time, not a lot of times, every time I need his help, yeah. you know, so I don't know. I mean, even on the next one, I, one of the biggest things that, for real, is uh, just the whole violence, just police brutality. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Is, um, is what has made me even more. He treated me more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying when it comes to that. So, man, uh, back to uh, Andrea Pinky's comment. Shout out to Pinky. Oh, what a crime! What, what, what's it? What's her podcast? What a crime to behold. Yep. Is that what it's called? 
What a crime to be alive. What a crime to be alive. Shout out. If you like crime podcasts, go check that out. But um, yeah, she said, stop telling people all they need to do is pray. Yeah, you can't give that suggestion mm-hmm. and let it be the only suggestion. Yeah. Like, oh, you be, I just just pray about yeah, it, you know. Yeah. And it's like, nah, it's bro, like it, it, it is. It's it's a lot deeper than just going in a room and praying. But for me, like she said, um, you gotta be okay with getting away from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's, if somebody told me, who does the shrimp talk to? Yeah. If you helping everybody else, who helps you? Because you, you, you take it out so yeah, much. Yeah, and, it, and, so. It, and it's draining and exhausting. And sometimes you don't even know because you're just so used to doing it and accustomed to doing it that, okay, let me put, what's going on with you? Oh, uh, for real? Okay, well, and then you deal with your shit whenever you deal with it. but And it drains you so much. And then when you sit in the bed or on the couch, that shit just comes and it just hits you. And it's like, man, for me, I just be 100 Mine's is is in the shower, right? Yeah, crying. I, I cry hard I can in the say shower. I, I let it out because. Whatever, that wasn't for you. That wasn't for you. But but yeah, man, because you know you in the shower, you can let the snot bubbles come out and all that. And if you get out the shower, somebody asks you what's wrong, like, no, nah, I just got soap in my eye. So then you. But know. do you find yourself? Does this when I when I distance myself from people, it's not always just because I don't want to be around them. But I know that I got so much going on. I don't always want to put my problems on other people and feel like every time they talk to me, I got something going on. Yep. So for me, I've done that. Just not just for me, but just for them as well. Like you can't put all your everything on yeah. people all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got your different go tos, but you got to think it affects other people. Yeah. When you put your problems on them and they love you and they care about you. It's a lot and it's draining. It is. So I've learned to step back from that. Like when I'm going through some things, it's like, you know what, y'all? I need a break. Now, uh, one of my best friends, she tells me, hey, man, Monday morning check-ins. Just like check in that. with me every morning. I like that. And shout out to Karina. I like that. Well, me and you will check in just so I know you good. If I ain't heard from you, I'm going to hit you up. And it's, if it's nothing more than a text, hey, I'm good. Hmm. And so there's different things that you can do. But yeah, that's one thing that, you know, I definitely want. The one thing I would also say too, just to kind of piggyback in, you know, just to kind of piggyback off them. Uh, so in 2020, you know, I started seeing a therapist too, you know, just okay. for a variety of different, uh, you know, things that have affected me and, uh, you know, for my mental. Uh, but I also just want to um, kind of touch on if you're a parent, so as a parent, right, you, like we have to listen to our kids and if we can't, we can't, you know, because the more and more we, we, we disregard what our kids' feelings are and how they feel or like you said, trying to make, you know, if we have a son trying to toughen his son up so hard to where he has a shell that he doesn't want to express himself, things like that, then you get grown adults who, you know, then they turn into grown adults who don't know how to handle, don't don't know how to express themselves. So, um, you know, your kid's not too young to get them a therapist as well, right? Mm-hmm. So some kids may need therapy as does. well. My daughter does. So, uh, you know, for all the parents out there, I would just say, please, please, if your kid, you know, and, and your kid may not have the words to come out and say, I need help, mm-hmm. but just be mindful, pay attention to telltale signs. Yeah. And when you see it, you know, don't ignore them because that's what could lead to a suicide from somebody, yeah. you know, talking to them this way or that way. You know, we have to we have to be in tune with our kids, uh, really, to make sure that they get the help so they can be, you know, adults that know how to handle 
that situation. We don't live in eras anymore with the grandmas, but they be like, girl, you don't know what depressed means. Yeah. You, you don't got no nerves. <laughs> you, 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 you ain't got no bills. You ain't got this. You ain't got that. You know, I mean, that was their thought process. Yeah. Man, I we can't no see and hear so much more now. Because yeah. it's all We're right exposed there. to everything. Yeah. Um, to piggyback what Jarvis said, in, in 2021, I strongly encourage people to normalize making it okay for your kids to come to you and express how they feel. Um, our generation, we kind of weren't made to to feel like that, you know, especially from a man's standpoint. Oh, shut up, you be all right, boy. We're going to walk it off. I do this, man. Y'all tough enough. You be all right. You acting like a little old. So mm -hmm. you have to allow your kids to come to you and express things that are bothering them. And like Jarvis said, take it into serious consideration and don't always take it as, oh, that's just a kid being a kid. Yeah. Right. Like, try to, like, there are some instances where it's just like, you know, typical kid stuff. But a lot of times they're coming to you because there's something seriously wrong. Yeah. And a lot of times, us parents, we just brush it off as, oh, well, you'll just be okay. It'll it just be all right. Like, no, we need to seriously take into account what our kids are going through now because, like, I read the statistic earlier like the kids now are becoming more depressed younger and younger mm -hmm. so we really need to start listening to the kids and Chrissy, i appreciate you you know sharing your story as well as we move right on that line to what she was talking about black lives matter and social injustice going on you know what i'm saying this year was a it was your fist <laughs> i thought you were trying to hit me. um it, it was a lot going on from the brianna taylor to the george floyd mm -hmm. and just not even, even the, the police brutality just White people killing unknown minorities. Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name that was killed in the Burger King parking lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't think of yeah. his name right now. Which, uh, and, uh, Elijah McClain. Elijah McClain. So this year, man, it, it was really. Just up in, uh, Ohio. Franklin County, Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, By the state. police. Yep. And, and going to his front door, right? Yep. Going yep. into his house. But was, was the um, was the lady Kane walked Williams. into the house and the dude was sitting oh, in the couch? Oh, Bone. Was that this year? That was, that was last year. Okay, that was last year. Okay, but she okay. got convicted. She mm -hmm. she got minimal time though. Yeah, well, she talked about it last year because the judge, mm -hmm. the attorney, the judge was doing a her in court yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was last year. Yeah, okay, that was last year. But but yeah, um, this year has, has brought a lot of black uh, lives matter social injustice to the forefront. Um, man, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I just want to say that you know you spoke on George Floyd and you know I I look at situations like that and it's sad to say, but. It's almost like a sacrifice. It's almost like George Floyd had to pass the way that he did in order for America to be- To train. Yeah, yeah to, to really understand because had he just not, had he just got put in the hospital, it wouldn't have affected as many people as it did. You yeah. don't really be able to see it. But to see that eight minute video of this grown man with his knee on another man's, you know, Nail. neck and him crying for his mama to see him pass that way. It really stunned. The, uh, you know, America. America to the point America. where it was just like, dang, if he would have just, you know what I'm saying, or even the situation with, you know, Breonna Taylor, you know, in our own home state, right had she not passed, it wouldn't have sparked the outrage that it has as far as protests. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that's what I think. I think that it wouldn't have done as much had not the outcome. And, you know, I hate that they had to be pass, yeah, be a sacrifice for that. But, I mean, yeah. no, I, 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 it, was, it was like something need to drastically happen yes. to jumpstart yeah. what what eventually started happening, which is, you know, the, the social, the, the it was almost like It was almost like a like a re-kick of like the civil rights, right? So mm -hmm. it, it, it took for them back then 
to see uh, mm-hmm. Emmett Till, yes. you know, it took okay, for them to yeah, see yeah, like yeah, people yeah. getting hung, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It takes for something that drastic. And when you look at it, George Floyd's death, all these deaths aren't, aren't any different, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't care. Like, I, I just don't see how as a person you justify or, you know, you, you could see something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You can see it, mm-hmm. but then still justify and say either, um, ah, well, you know, he had a weed charge or or justified and say, well, if he would have just, just, yeah, that's, that's, that's no the key. Excuse. So if he would have just, and it's like, but well, go ahead, Dojo, I'll let you yeah, go ahead. So, uh, I mean, the one thing I want to say just off rip. So if there is anybody that's listening and watching uh, the show right now uh, that is not black or uh, not understanding the culture, I just want y'all to know that when I, if I say Black Lives Matter, I ain't talking about no organization. I'm talking about a yeah. black yeah. human yeah. life. Yeah, make sure you So can. everybody wants to hang on this Black Lives Matter organization and talk about you know that yeah they so they so they use that to take away from an actual i, exactly. I mean to me no, it, it's real. a distraction no, from an actual life no mm-hmm. and listen i i don't even know who runs black lives matter <laughs> i don't know i don't yeah but i just know when i say black lives matter i'm talking about the injustices that are happening to real black people yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so and on a day-to-day you know, basis what was some of the stuff basis. that i uh, that i put that in there what are we talking about um Let's see, see, black people make up roughly 13.4% of the U.S. population, but they account for about 20% of the people killed by police during that time period. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our esteemed researcher over here. Casey Goodson, you know. Casey, okay, yeah, Casey Goodson. Okay, yeah. thank you, uh, Brittany Bristow, uh, for that. But um, What was that? What did I put on there? I was like, uh, according to CBS, from okay. January 1st to August 31st, we had, a, what was it? Uh, let's see, right. According to CBS, from January 10th to August 31st, 2020, police have killed at least one black man or woman in 2020. Like, think yeah. about that. That's just crazy. Every week. And how many of these officers are ever held accountable? And I'm so tired. And I'm telling you, when I say tired, I am so tired of seeing these videos. That's crazy. When you have a white man or a white woman that's threatening the police. And not that I want, I, listen, I don't want them to get killed either. That's not the point. But it's not lack of training for these police officers. It's a choice, mm-hmm. you know? It's a choice to do what they're doing. And all they gotta say is, I felt threatened. That's it. Well, you didn't feel threatened when that white man tried to take your gun from you and you wrestling with him on the ground and he no. gets up and, and that's it? He wasn't, he wasn't threatened enough. Y'all ain't threatening when, what's the little boy's name that just went to, um, Talking about what the, what, uh, the shot. Yeah, the fitness uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, Rittenhouse. Walking around, and now he's out on a $2 million bail. That they raised money. That they raised money. Oh, old dude from Silver Spoons. Won't deal with him. The pillow dude. They don't want to put money behind him. My, my pillow or whatever. You know, the commercial, my pillow. My pillow. The older white guy, he got the information, my pillow, like special pillows. Anyway. Hey, y'all know what pillow she talking about? It's called my pillow. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, and then Ricky, what's the name of from Silver Spoons? I don't know if y'all watch that, if y'all too young mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> but you got like politicians like yeah, the, trying to get him to speak at, at events and stuff. Listen, like bro, that is so much There was uh, one dude <laughs> in Congress that made a tweet that said Democrats believe in Abortion, that's murder. But then turn around and said, vote Kyle Rittenhouse into Congress. Yeah, yeah. 
What's that to do with Florida or COVID. somewhere? Thirsty man. <laughs> Thirsty man. But yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, with with all the situations that's happening, right? And yeah, you know, I always think about when I hear it, I think about the verse Wale says in one of his songs, and he's like, you know, he's talking about white American. He says, Your devil is showing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is like this pulled out so like this brought it out. Mm-hmm. It brought it out so much, but it all it really all started back when um they had to join in uh Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. I think it like people were really like and then I don't care what people say, like I, of course racism is has always been around, but I think the the boldness of it got enhanced. Trump when tried man, he normalized yeah, it. Yeah, when that man said there was good people on, on both, both sides. sides. That's when they were like, oh, somebody, oh, he got our back. But that's the difference. <laughs> he normalized being racist. You know, yeah. these people was hidden. They yeah. wasn't bold like they are. Now you got them running whole buses out of Texas. And but the I, cops can't I'm even almost, handle But I'm almost torn by the two. Because I'm almost like, in one sense, I'm like, I want you to show your true colors. Just, so I, I, yeah, really just so I know. Yep. But on the other hand, I'm like, Hold on, bro. Y'all getting way too bold. Like they not, they not. Like scared. I just said, yeah. Trump made them feel comfortable. Yeah, Very sure. comfortable. But, sure. but I'm like Jarvis. I would much rather you let me know where you stand, so I know how to to be around you, how to act around your corner, versus somebody yeah. who is another race and hey, how you doing, Quinn? And secretly down this side, like. But the thing about it is, they still gonna be this way when you got when you got yeah. cops, you got judges. They can't really get out there and show their true colors like that. You know what I'm saying? And this is the way that they're able to go against the other race. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lock your ass up for X, Y, Z, but we letting them out because it's a mental issue. (laughs) Man, it's got to be be some separation between the, uh, 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 the legal system and, you know, the the law and order. It's got to be some separation. Mm -hmm. But they so intertwined it's, it's hard to separate. It's, yeah. it's hard to separate it. Yeah. So, you know, like partners shouldn't be judging against their partners, right? Because mm-hmm. what's gonna happen, right? I'm gonna vouch for you. I'm gonna vouch for you <laughs> all day long. Because I know in the end, whether it's some money, whether it's uh some some you know publicity or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And then y'all created this bond where y'all stick together. So mm-hmm. with the blue bloods or whatever yes, is what they yeah, call them. So you know it's a code. So and um uh, because in, in in the police, I mean I don't know, but I'm just assuming they gonna stick together like you said. So if one person goes outside of that code, then you ostracize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now nobody in that that department or that work trusts you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. It, it almost puts you in the mindset of okay, well, what are y'all doing to make you feel like yeah. y'all can't trust him because he'll tell on y'all? So what are y'all doing yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So sure. it's like okay, y'all must be up to some shit if y'all worried about oh this person's gonna tell on us now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it puts it in the whole mind frame. Um, I said it last year and I'll say it again. And 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 I said. White people will never have to have the same conversation with their sons nope. that we have to have with our black sons. I mean, daughters too, not just sons, but daughters. You will never have that same conversation. You'll never have that feeling of when my child walk out this door, just know. on regular, I don't know if they coming back. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know if they coming back. And even if it's not police brutality, when you go through things like Ahmaud Arbery, and they just ran that business, not doing nothing. Man, his own damn and you get, business. Did y'all hear the recording on when he when it was on no. trial, yeah. the, talking about 
the get buying a Mark 45 for the coon or whatever, smoking, whatever, something. They said, so who's talking to? They was like, oh, we talking about a raccoon. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you what he said. First of all, you about they like raccoons. Yeah, they get bold like, enough where they yeah. get getting on the stand. They lying. <laughs> they kind of lying. Oh, they don't even care. Look, kind of laughed about it, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he had a smirk like, on his face. Yeah. He said, like, man, listen, and and the question I have for for anybody, you know, if anybody's watching, that's a all lives matter, like. What what makes you want to say that after someone says black lives like after somebody's yeah. saying black lives matter protesting a, a death? Yeah, I mean you know what I'm saying like like when they say black lives matter and, and explain why they're saying black yeah. lives matter, and you still retort with now nah, all lives matter. So what makes you say that after I just explained to you why I'm saying this? Right, and like they said, all lives won't matter until black lives matter. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like we used it last year, when somebody's going around, they advocating for breast cancer. Do you hear people saying, "Well, what about colon cancer?" Yeah, yeah. What about no? All cancers matter. Yeah, this is this is what we focused on at hand because this is the problem that we have in our society. So, hey man, and I say this, man, salute to to a lot of the the celebrities out right now who have that platform who have really sure. kind of put that out there. Steven Jackson, because back in the days, like. We had celebrities that, yeah, we had a few, but a lot of them were scared to lose endorsements and mm-hmm. this, this, and this. And, you know, one, I'm just glad that, you know, the way the world is going, you can monetize all so many different things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those companies know regardless, like, yeah, LeBron might might say this, he may get two, three million people to hate him, but he gonna have 200 million, million to million. love him. Yep. yep, so we gonna so. get behind him on <laughs> XYZ. And I just hate that it yep. happened to uh, Colin Kaepernick, yeah. where they weren't, behind him all the way and he lost yeah, what yeah. he lost mm-hmm. and then you got people which shout out to LeBron you know what I'm saying yeah. but now there's endorsements after yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying to do what they do and and, and Colin stood alone he stood, yeah. he he stood alone and stood said look if, if if said what I said was a person yeah. I said what I said <laughs> that's, was a that's, for real we put that on the shirt yeah, I, yeah. Colin yeah. Kaepernick if I said, was I said what I said was a person like hey don't try to steal my idea I know somebody <laughs> like, stood there um, but I mean, to piggyback off you he was he, he stood alone like even and I hate to say this even the black community we was we were scared to outwardly support what yes. he was doing because like Jarvis said at that time, I think it was six years ago, probably maybe four years ago, the the prominent black athletes was like, I don't know, man, Nike yeah. might pull my deal, Puma might pull my deal. Mm-hmm. And and I hate doing this, but LeBron James, which is probably the biggest athlete in the, in the world right now, has made it okay for other yeah. black athletes mm-hmm. to yeah. come out because they're like, oh shit, they ain't saying nothing to him. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I got something to say too. Right. And I dare y'all say something because y'all ain't saying nothing to that. Yeah. So y'all can't say nothing to me. So, so now but, but the reality is too, back, yeah. yeah, but the reality is too is, you know, they monopolizing off off of our, sure. of course, of course, off the movement too. Of Don't course. get me wrong. So now, <clears throat> if it had an adverse effect, and LeBron came out and sells like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they probably like, been like, all right, LeBron, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I love you, but... Uh, let's renegotiate this contract. Let's, let's yeah. see what we got going on here. Man, like they say, united we stand, divided we fall. And at the end of the day, if we was to all stand together yeah. and come together like we have, even for these votes and everything that we do, we can see the difference that we can make. Oh, man, but that's the, that's the thing, though, is getting... 
not everybody, but enough people mm-hmm. to realize that, yeah. you know, so that, that's the problem because then you start to get people with their own agendas and people want to, it, it's like, we don't have right now, and maybe y'all might know this better than me, especially with Jarvis, you might know, we don't have what they call the head of the snake, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who can talk for a large portion of us that makes sense for I'm, us. I'm gonna I'm tell you, I'm gonna tell you who we, who we got, but people, some people will shut them out. Mm-hmm. Farrakhan. Yeah. Farrakhan, you know what I'm saying, really, you know, he speaks really for the people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have cut Farrakhan off, you know, either one just because of, you know, uh, religion. The, the religion. And then one, I mean, man, it's a reason. Like when they try to silence somebody, it's for oh, a reason. It's for a reason, yeah. Right? So. Well, I mean, when y'all think about Sean King. See, like I was a little torn on Sean King. At first, I thought I was like, you know, I, I never questioned his race, but I always, because some of his earlier works, if somebody, you know, if they had hired a lawyer and someone got off, if you go back, he would say like, yeah, I did this. I, and I'm like, I, 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 like, hold on. Like you've asked for support from people. And, that, and then I started seeing like, he was like, guys, we did this together. Now I'm like, okay. But Jarvis, that's broke. It, it is. We evolved. We, we evolved. It we is. learned. Just like us learning it in the podcast. There's things that we didn't understand that now we... Yeah. yeah. So, but just as a person, I may not always agree with everything that he says. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But, who, me? No, no, uh, that, that long time. I may not always agree with everything he says, but what I do know is he is all about educating. Yeah. I've learned so much from listening to his breakdowns and his podcast where I'm just like... Wow, because we don't get taught that those things yeah. in school. You know, we we and unless you go or you have somebody around you or your family's really about, you know what I'm saying, black education, we just don't know because their history wasn't always our history. Yeah. You know. So I, I really do agree with how he breaks it down to people, it's not just telling you stuff. He gives you the whole breakdown so that you then can understand yeah. if you won't change. So I know a lot of people don't always agree with what he says, but if he he educates. Yeah. Uh, let's, let me put this up. This is from Rachel Crawford. She says, I'm from Eastern Kentucky. I've been preaching on this for months. Uh, you go to small amount towns where they never leave. They don't see black people. They mm-hmm. don't see how, see the injustice. Uh, it just was well, just oh, movies. Yes. It doesn't exist around them. That's what's being said. Uh, that's when people all they can do. I've tried until I was accused of race baiting. Um, is try to make them understand if they choose not to open their eyes, just pray for them. And for people, I know y'all can't really see on there, but Rachel Crawford is a white lady. Uh, she followed it up, says, I hope I worded that right. I'm not defending them, but I had to sit back and try to understand how or why it was such a hard concept to grasp. No, I mean, that's real. Well, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I mean, you don't, you you can't know what you don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's a fair assessment. Uh, I mean, it is 2020 though. Like, like you would think that people would get out, but then again, in those areas, like yeah, they, they don't, yeah. they they don't they have access to, yeah. to be able to. They get cannot out to be able like. to have that. And think about it: most people that are in their religions, right? right? And I say this are in that because that's what they've been raised up in, and that's yeah, what they've been yeah. know. I believe in this person, you know, this well, not person, but you know what I'm saying? It's, I believe in this God or this God or whatever. That's because that's what they grew up. So some of these people that are in these. Areas, even with KKK, if they've been taught to hate black people they gonna hate from them. the time they was born, that's all, that's they, all know. they know. I'm not saying that that's an excuse. I'm just telling you that that's all that they know. That's they've been ignorant they until they're exposed to something different. Mm-hmm. It's like we come in to tell them like, no, we okay. Well, you're talking about me that I'm 28 years old and my daddy didn't taught me that 
y'all this that and the third may have only showed them the negative things yeah. this black person do this to you that person yeah as you get older it's your responsibility to educate yourself but again like i said at the age of 41 there's still things that i'm learning you know about life that i wasn't educated on and most people be like like some people might look at me like how did you not know who ruth uh ginsburg was i didn't know mm-hmm. i wasn't educated on it but what'd you, you do know? after you found out research and that's, edu- what yeah, edu- yeah. that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah you have to make the choice to do it so it is a choice you know hating is not right you know it's not the proper thing to do yeah. but just saying like sometimes <laughs> we don't really understand what they've endured as far as and this is no excuse for racism i'm yeah. not saying it i'm just saying she's right in certain areas some of these people i went to school with this girl at eku she said she had never seen a black person a day in her life until she got to richmond ever yeah just on tv never in person that's great that's wow never in person can't touch you I mean, yeah, yeah, that's real, man. And like, you know, and not just saluting the celebrities and everything too, man. Salute some of to some of our local, you know, activists, uh, people who's doing their thing. I know uh, also Audra Pinky who has yeah. uh, the show. She did a lot of things in her hometown of Ashland. So uh, salute to her. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and she co-founded. I I, I believe. Uh, Audra, don't kill me, but I believe it's uh, Ashland for Change. I think that's what it is. Ashland for Change. Uh, And I want to say she co-founded it. Don't be mad at me if I understated or overstated that. Uh, But, you know, that was a a major movement, especially in Ashland, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. You know, being that they were down there marching and, you know, uh, fighting for inequality and injustice. Uh, they may have even had Charles Booker may have even came down there I think maybe or or something like that uh, I mean of course he was running so he was trying to touch it all the little yeah. small towns too but uh, you know shout out to Charles Booker too because yes, for sure. that was one of the to see a politician at that mm-hmm. time and why for the life of me he didn't beat out Amy McGrath I, I mean like I get it he came on a little late he came on I strong mean, you know too, what I'm saying strong too late yeah but uh, you know hopefully he runs for something again because you know I love the brothers you know what he stands for and everything I was wishing that just Lexington and Louisville could be their own state we ain't oh with the rest of Kentucky we ain't with the rest of Kentucky we ain't with the rest of Kentucky get your boy we ain't with the rest of Kentucky but speaking on him this is why it's important doubling back on the things that we do as far as why it's important to vote because most people didn't realize why it's important to vote for your district attorneys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your attorney generals. Because mm-hmm. when you got people in there like Daniel Cameron, just because he's black and that's what people are missing. And I and I listened to Sean talk about this the other day. We get so stuck on, let's just vote in the black people. No, we need to vote in the right people. Yeah, we want people that represent us. Mm-hmm. But just what they say, all, yeah, all skin not, folk ain't can folk. folk. Yeah, yeah. Like for real. <laughs> he couldn't be the farthest from a black person than anybody else that I know. Man, that man trying trying so hard to to get right next to Senator McConnell. You know what man. I'm saying? Who who ain't worth two dead blasts? I mean, and that's my opinion, guys. I ain't, y'all take it how y'all want, but no, that's my opinion. That's our opinion. That's our opinion. So, but yeah, that that guy right there, man, just the the sneaky stuff he did behind that trial and just how, like, oh like, like, bro, you can jump on. A, a lawsuit mm-hmm. against Governor Brashear or in, in Pennsylvania and try to get results immediately, but then you drag this out for six months. Like, 
putting that type of stress and strain on that family. Mm-hmm. And then what you actually did, you try to console the family first mm-hmm. and then came on TV and lied. Mm-hmm. And now the jurors are calling you out. Yeah. But the reality is, is with us being primarily a Republican state, he's probably going to get reelected if he, if he were to run, you know, for some, you know, office here or whatnot. But uh, hopefully, you know, what, what would end up happening is, uh, and this is just my hope, our hope. Our hope, yeah, go, you speak that, for us, go ahead. Is that, you know, black people see what he did then, and if he does try to run for another position, we be Yeah. And it won't just be black people. Yeah, no. you're right. Anybody yeah, else so, that knows that we salute to the allies. Yeah, so, yeah. during the protest, yeah, because, for sure. uh, they they came out in droves with us. Yes, right there, you know, lock and step with us. I don't care what nobody say, and I say this from slavery on. You know, yeah, we do a lot of our own, but if it, how can I work this when I say the throne? Nothing. Away? Well, I gonna say nothing. We and did not do it by ourselves. We it didn't took get things white accomplished until we got you the know, white people to get on our side. We would yeah. not have been able to have the underground railroad yeah. without white people. Because you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't want to say, I, I, I feel like I'm wording that wrong, but you yeah. can't discredit. Uh, yeah. You cannot discredit how we got to where we were um, you know, with certain situations yeah. and issues. So even yeah. with this, having other races, not just white people, but other races back us mm. has helped us. To flip and, and yeah, and, and to get things differently and get laws passed and, and things done that we probably normally wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. To you know to piggyback. It's, it's it's because if 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 it's just us picking as black people Well we only make up what thirteen percent of the population? They're gonna say just give them time. They'll calm down. Yeah, just, they'll just wait it out. Mm-hmm. But then when, like Jarvis said, we have our allies that got our backs. Mm-hmm. Now they're opening and getting behind certain doors we can't get behind. So exactly. now our voice is a little louder because, because you have a constituent of yours mm-hmm. telling you, "Hey, no, you need to listen to these people over here. Yep. Like they such and such such and such." So now it goes. It's a domino effect. So you might not listen to me as if I'm speaking for you know a white person or whatever, but. He might hear me. Mm-hmm. So after the meeting is over, hey, so what was you saying about? Mm-hmm. So now we got a conversation going on about what black people are protesting about. So yeah. that, that helps affect and like, gets a lot of things changed <clears throat> because they can get in certain rooms and get behind certain doors that we can't. We we really can't. And that's where this last election, not even on a presidential level, but a local level, mm-hmm. is so important to vote in the right people because they can affect you more so than Biden and Trump can yeah. Yeah. because the things that they're trying to inflict and enforce are going to be things that affect your daily life. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Trump or President-elect Biden is going to come out with some a bill that's going to affect everybody, you know, nationally. But the people that you elect in your state are going to, you know, get laws or, or elect sheriffs and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Put people in place that is going to affect your daily life yeah. because you elect a sheriff, well, that sheriff might be racist. So now what? We stuck with the past two years with a racist sheriff. You see what I'm saying? Well, that's why this runoff is coming up in January in Georgia is so important because yeah. if we win Senate, hey, ditch Mitch. Ditch Mitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, ditch that is Mitch. so, that, like, that's huge. Yeah. That is huge. It is. So that's why they trying to do voter fraud and have people go register 
in Georgia because they're really trying to win, win this race by any means necessary. Any means they're trying to use our stuff. Yeah, so like, by any listen, means necessary. By any means necessary. And I'm and I'm gonna say this before we get off the subject is I read something one time and it made so much sense. They were saying that sometimes you have white people that don't really understand it because they don't have to because for a white person to be successful there's some of them they ain't never got to touch a black person they ain't never got to interact with a black person mm -hmm. to get there but we as black people you are not getting all the way to the top without having to interact yeah. with somebody white that's somebody, the difference with somebody outside your race yes yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the difference with it they they don't have to deal with us they don't got to know what's going on down here with us over in this area for them to get to where they need to be Ours is the opposite because it goes back to the to the door opening thing. Yeah, you know they can get they can open a door for us where there's not a black person in charge mm -hmm. or a black person that has some kind of authority in that room to let us in. For so sure. we're going to have to get with somebody outside our race that you know, regardless of whatever it is that you're doing, mm -hmm. that's going to be like, okay, I like what you're doing. Let me introduce you to these people, yeah. or let me let me take you to this party so you can meet. This person, this person, or they'll, they'll set you up. Look, this yeah. is the person who you need to talk to. Tell them that you know me, such, such, yeah. such, and such. And it's, it's it's hard for black people because we can only get so far with our talent. If yeah. we could just understand though, man, like Nipsey said, man, like our culture is so contagious. Mm, like yes. if, if we could just understand it, like, you know, and other people have said it like, man, we are the, like, like everybody's monetizing off of our mm. culture. Mm. Like our culture is, you know what I'm saying? Everyone, you yeah. know, everyone listens to hip hop music. Everyone watches sports. And, you know, the aside from soccer, you know, being, you know, uh, a big time national, no, yes, uh, worldwide yeah, yeah. sport. Uh, but outside of that, basketball, football. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, I wish some more athletes would understand, especially in the NFL. Like they were so like. The NFL set such an example with Colin Kaepernick mm -hmm. that it got the majority of them afraid to speak, but it was different <laughs> in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In the NBA, the W, shout out WNBA NBA, too, because yeah. yeah, WNBA sure. was, they was on the always before the NBA was. So, but that's all we got to realize and, and then create our own. And that's why, you know, another person, and I'm pretty sure other athletes and other people are doing it. In, people here you know locally that we know but uh, creating something of your you know creating something of our own and then like someone like LeBron putting us back on right sure. so he's got the school for the kids in Akron mm -hmm. uh, the way he you know I mean if anybody wants to see a, a perfect model yeah like that That's like it. He put all his peoples on all his Man, friends. Same, like same, same girl from from, from my school. school. Kids, all my they, same listen. Movies. They attack. Look, they <laughs> attack Ron every way that they can. But. And I, I, and I, I, I heard court, story, now dude's perfect, pretty much. Man, I heard a story about LeBron, where they said he's got it set up so good, where he's like, "Now nah, I don't need no distraction." They said they would be at a club, and they in VIP. And they said when groupies would try to come and get to LeBron, his partners would step in and be like, ah, nah, away, get away. Because they don't want nothing. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? No scandal, no, no pop-ups, no, on, no man. Nothing. That's when you man, you really look like Yeah, I know it. I know it. Like, you got when you got groups like that, or even, you know, take it back to Chad with Bozeman. Mm -hmm. People, your your circle is so tight. Nobody knew nobody nothing. knew nothing. nothing. They respected what he did. Yeah. And nobody knew. That he even his cast members didn't, didn't know, know yeah. what he was going through. That's the type of circle I need. Man, 
listen, you know what I'm saying? Like ships. Man, if for people to sit there and like, I mean, man, it was, I, I mean, and I'm not even gonna sit here in front. When I seen that one picture of him, I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. bro on? Yeah. Like, you know, a part of me, I'm like, just in the back of my head, I'm like, man, that's, that's Black Panther. Like, he ain't on no drugs. Or people thought he was doing it for as a movie role. Yeah, but. Or whatever. Because, and, and when I saw that picture, I thought immediately, of a movie, a lot of people haven't seen it. It's kind 50. of like a yeah, Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, you know, I was like, damn, and I was like, nah, he couldn't be doing no drugs. He's got to be doing it for a movie. So I thought of that Fifty mm-hmm. movie, and I was like, ah, okay. Uh, but then to see that, like, man. I think that's what hit because nobody knew. I think it's what yeah. hurt so much. It just hit hard because nobody knew what he was battling. And on top of that, he made seven movies while he was doing King. Yeah. You talking about somebody that's phenomenal? Didn't want to be. He didn't want any sympathy. No. You know what I mean? That's not what he wanted. He wanted to make great movies, and that's what he did, man. And I know it, man. It's, 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 it's two things. Um, first one is selfishly, I wish he was still here because he had so much more work yeah, to do, man. man. To, yeah. And you know, just with the work that he put the Jackie Robinson story, mm-hmm. the uh, the James Brown get up on, mm-hmm. and of course Black Panther. I don't know if y'all seen Twenty One Bridges as mm-hmm. good. As yeah, well. yeah. Uh, he played uh, Thurgood Marshall as, as well. Oh, and the Five Bloods. Five that was, Bloods. That was like, like he he. I, I think dude's put out a pretty much a dope project. There's another happy. movie coming out that they haven't released. Least, yep, that he's it's in as well. Based on true story, I think. So like I, selfishly, I'm like, damn, man, I wanted to see Buddy. Buddy was on his way to me. Been the next Denzel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like he, he yeah, was on that sure. career path. You know what I'm saying? And I tell you who, who I think is like really, really getting there, and not to. But I think, man, the more and more we watch that brother from the movie I posted the other day, American Skin. Um, oh they, yeah, they, the, he yeah, did, he did yeah. that. Uh, that uh, He's so cold blooded, man. Yeah, to me, what's, what's that slave movie? The slave movie, yeah. Uh, uh, Nat, Nat King Turner. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, Nat King. I don't know who Nat King Turner is. But, uh, I mean, Nat Turner. <laughs> oh no, that must be a new guy. <laughs> new actor. Better look out for Nat King Turner, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, that that slavery movie that that one comes to mind. Um, but back to what you said about LeBron is that he he when he first came to the league he had an agent or whatever. He paid for his homeboys to go to school, yeah, yes, to learn the business. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when they got done, he could put them on, and now everybody's is, is successful in their own right to work. They ain't got to depend on depend on LeBron. They yeah. got their own business ventures. So one of them is his agent. The other one is like his uh, financial advisor, and he trusts every single one of them to yeah. do what's in his best interest. Like nobody talks to LeBron. They talk to him, his people first. And like that, that shit is just like so dope and on another level. And it's gotten to the point where Rich Paul, who is his agent, owns Clutch Sports. Well, Rich Paul has gotten so many high profile NBA athletes Mm -hmm. that now other agents are speaking, white agents are speaking about Rich Paul, like, oh, what he's doing ain't right, what he's doing is fair, ain't fair. That, that's what I'm saying. He's, like, he's playing the same game everybody else is playing. But because he got LeBron, uh, AD, Ben Simmons, um, Tristan Ty, he got like a lot of top tier NBA players. It's and never now, fair when the table's turned. And now, well, hey, it's, it's, hey, then they got a problem. People told me there ain't no fun when the rabbit got ain't the no gun. Fun when the rabbit got <laughs> the gun. So, so now this, oh, well, he's forcing these players out of trades and move, move. It's like, nah, bro, he's doing the same thing y'all been doing for so decades in, in, in sports agency, y'all. And they even try to change the criteria 
of what you need to be a sports agent. And they was like, no, nah, we got all our certification. We got all our paperwork. He's been to school. He did this, that, that, that. So it's like they try to, as soon as he established himself, oh, they, they changed, moved the line. Look, look, they changed the laws and the rules to adjust them to fit them yeah. and, and, their, and, and their agenda. Yeah. So they like the government to make it right. Same thing. Sound like what they did with weed. But we don't know what we're doing next. But anyway, man, we appreciate everybody for kicking it with us, hanging with us for the time being. Hope you had a little wine, got your little alcohol, got your little sip. If you smoke some, smoke some. If you eat some, eat edible. Do do all that. But you can catch us every single week. We will start doing a podcast as well. Thursdays, I'm assuming. Thursdays. Okay. Uh, every Thursday at 6 p.m. Today was a little late, but you know how black folks is. You know, so <laughs> listen, we gonna do we better. On the, listen, we on our way. All three of us next week is gonna do the body yadi challenge. We, we, are? Uh, we talked about this. Hold on. The Meg? Yeah. Meg Stan, yeah. yeah. No, body yadi. Yeah. You ain't doing that, Jarvis? I ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm comfortable yeah. with myself, but uh, so Jarvis is gonna do it first next week. <laughs> we doing it all together. Yeah, yeah so but uh, yeah, we need everybody to continue to like, share this uh, show as well. We want to continue to grow this thing. You can also check out previous shows and podcasts that we've done um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, wherever you listen to podcasts or stream podcasts. And if you have any yeah, ideas, man, listen, if you guys have any ideas, please shoot them to our page. We'd love do. to discuss anything that we do. Please and we're do. about to do, I don't know what Jarvis is going to be. We're going to have talks with Tina. Yeah. So talks with Tina. We got to get you some. Yeah, we got to get you something too. Right. We're going to have talks with <laughs> Tina at the, at the end of the show. So I'm going to have anybody, you can email me and I'll, and I'll give you guys my information, uh, questions or anything you may want to talk about. Whatever. 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 And, and we advice, yeah, please. We should we should have man. Y'all 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 also gonna be able to call in the here in a little here, bit. Uh, so we can do that. But uh, uh take phone calls, so five y'all can y'all discuss um Oh yeah. Uh, oh okay. hey, yeah. that was already ooh. that you wanna talk to us? <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll because they reached out to me. Okay. Oh they oh they did. Yeah. Okay. So we'll okay. touch on I, it. I didn't know if you wanted to save it for next week or uh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, next week we got a you know, caller who wanted us to, well, somebody who wanted to address um, a situation that they were a part of. And what that is, is they were in a relationship, I ain't gonna give it all away, but they were in a relationship for five years with a certain individual. This individual up and left his family to be with another woman he just met. So make sure you tune into next week where, you know, Tina will Talk address Tina. that, you know what I'm saying, and everything going on there with that situation. And like Jarvis was saying earlier, uh, next week, hopefully, we will have everything set up to where people can actually call in to the show. But in the meantime, between time, if you got something you want us to discuss, like Tina said, hit her inbox. Hit her inbox up. Oh, um, I thought okay. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back on Facebook. I was on hiatus, but I'm back now. Follow your girl. But yeah, man. So anytime you want us to discuss a subject, a topic, or something that you're going through, you want some advice from us or the people in the Facebook world community, please shoot an email to Team He Said She Said or inbox the Facebook page. And we will discuss and talk about what you want us to discuss. We'll leave your name out of it. Or if y'all got any advice on how y'all want these guys to dress, feel, <laughs> what please the feel what, free what, to what, what is wrong put that with in there. What? What, what is wrong with the way? Jarvis is dressed like, I, I got on something. I got like, up off this. It's culture. It's for the culture. Part of the culture. What? The Samsons, not the Simpsons. Yeah, we grew up on this. The though. Samsons. You know the Samsons, the black one. Yeah. And I you used know, to I'm, get I'm, the Burger King dog, the little... What's wrong with what we got on, man? Yeah, right. right. but I even got a fresh air cup for this. But anyways, we get ready to get on the fat here. Jarvis will say something to people we got here. Uh, nah, man, appreciate y'all tuning in. Like Q and Chrissy said, like, share, do all that subscribe. good stuff. <laughs> subscribe, so subscribe to the YouTube let, channel. Yeah. Let 
let somebody you know who could be affected or touched by this show, let them hear it, tag them Dang. in the comments, do whatever. We love to, uh, you know, keep the conversations flowing. So, your girl Chrissy J, love it how you live it how you love it or leave it alone. Damn, it's been that long. You, you stumbled over that. You listen, used to like, woo! If it's been a while, you got to Listen, live it how you love it or leave it alone. Live it how you love it or leave it alone. Well, yeah, we get right out here, you know, from Kentucky's best podcast, favorite podcast. No, you cannot say Joy. What are you doing? What? I just want y'all, I just try to show my But anyways, you get out here. We want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We out of here. Peace.